The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Our guest minister to lead us into that powerful place of worship is in the house. Please let's make welcome Minister Lao Lugbenjo. Come on, celebrate God's servant this morning. Come on, rise up and give him his loud celebration. Let's welcome him. You're welcome, sir. Please be seated. Quickly, I want to do this in 10 minutes so I can get out of here. First of all, I want to welcome the other installations connected by live stream. Please, let's celebrate Okooba Church, Alagbado Church, Ileife. You're also welcome. That's the Ileife Church. Then the OAU campus is also connected. Come on, celebrate them. You can do better. And the Igondo Church is also connected. Again, want to encourage you, the same anointing that we're experiencing here is available there. You just connect with your faith. And if per adventure there's any technical difficulty, just don't let it distract you. Hallelujah. It's the spirit that we are connected with, not the technicalities. And again, before we continue, get out your phones, everyone. If you're on Facebook, um, we want you to share the live stream. I believe we are streaming on Kingsword Ikeja today. Or is it Dr. K? Kingsword. All right. It's going to be free Wi-Fi. So even if you don't have data on your phone, just look for Carrie's guest. The details are on the screen. It's not going to be on for the entire service, just for about the next five minutes. Check for the page. Let us share. A lot of people have been following these meetings. So I even want to encourage you, if you've not shared in the service, um, when you get home, in fact, you yourself even need to listen to the message again. And you can get it on Facebook. And if it blesses you, which I'm sure it will, share. And let somebody else in your network partake of what we have been experiencing. Hallelujah. Tap your neighbor to your left and to your right and say, spread the fragrance. Spread the fragrance. Tell him or her, share the good news. Share the good news. Glory be to God. So like we said, our mission here today is very simple. Our mission all week long has been to just face God. Dedicate this first week of the second half of the year to him. Practicing the principle of first. Please learn to live your life that way. In every aspect of your life. That's part of what tithing is all about. That's part of what serving God is all about. That's what we are doing this. We are just putting God first. There are going to be several weeks for the next six months. We want to devote this week primarily to God. That's why we've been fasting all week long. If you have not been fasting, it's not too late. You should have been fasting. May God deliver you from your rascal behavior, particularly if you're a member of the church. But we are not here to condemn you. My admonition is for you to just, you can start. At least it's still two days, really. It's not even up to two days left. Because it's already 12 o'clock. And we are going to end the fast by the time we close service tomorrow. So if you are in Kingsford, for example, by 10.30, you're not really going to fast tomorrow. It's the new that maybe they can even say they will fast till 12 or 1. Praise the Lord. Maybe we should make everybody in Kingsword wait for the new service as well. So you can be a real fast. Because like I say you are fasting and you end. Okay, this is the deal. All of you Kingsword people, you must not break tonight. It's true now. 
I mean, you eat one heavy meal at 12 midnight. Okay, I hope nobody is eating heavy meal. Then you finish the fast by 10.30. I mean, what is that? Ask your neighbor, what is that? Anyway, if you are not fasting, please start. And today we just we prayed some more. We are still going to pray. But we want to go into a time of worship. And I just want to share a few things with us, please. Very, very important. Look at this psalm with me, Psalm 47. Psalm 47, so we can maximize what we are doing. That's another major thing we've been stressing all week long. Some people fast and pray and do these things, but they are not maximizing it because they are not doing it right. So we've been teaching one thing or the other, one key or the other, one truth or the other, to help you maximize what you are doing. If I gave you a car and you poured water inside the petrol tank, you will not be able to use that car. So there's a right way to fast, just like there's a right way to use a car. So we, we, we talked about make sure you're spirit-driven or spirit-led or carried along with the Holy Ghost in your fasting. Don't fast on your own. No prayer, no connection to the Holy Ghost. No discourse with the Holy Ghost. That's not how Jesus did it. Fast with a goal. Fast with a purpose. You can make it your goal that God, I must hear an instruction like I've never had before. And you stay in that fast until you hear that thing. And if you are serious, God will answer you. Fast with hunger, desire, passion, thirst. Don't be casual. Don't be easily distracted. Don't let Neman, um, Hazard, or any walk up distract you. you see, some people make these silly mistakes. And they'll now be wondering why it's as if they, we didn't see any results at the end of the day. Because you're not doing it well. You're putting water in your tank. The same thing when it comes to praise. As we begin to praise and worship God, I want you to understand what you're doing. Psalm 47, verses 6 and 7. Sing praises to God. Sing praises. We all know we are to sing praises. Beautiful. Sing praises to our King. Sing praises. For God is the King of the earth. Sing praises with understanding. Now that opens up an entire new ball game to us. Sing praises, that last phrase, with understanding. The more you understand what you do when you are praising God, the more impactful that time of praise will be to you. It's like any other thing in the Bible. The more you have a revelation of the scripture you are standing on, the more you will enjoy the treasures in that scripture. The more you have a revelation of the communion, the more you will benefit from the communion. So as we praise God today, I want you to understand a few things or remind you of a few things that you understand. Psalm 16, verse 11. You will show me the path of life in your presence. That's what our praises do. They bring us into the presence of God. Psalm 100. You can read the entire psalm. It's just five verses. Enter his courts with thanksgiving. Come into his courts with praise. What you do or what is happening when you are praising God, you are being teleported, transported in the spirit realm from wherever you are into the very throne room or the very presence of God. Understand that that's what your praises do for you. 
They take you out of your element, your natural environment. If you do it right, and they bring you into his presence. I love that song we just sang, your presence is heaven to me. So praises as it were, take us from the earthly realms into the heavenly realms. Hallelujah. Now it's understanding you need though, not necessarily the manifestation. So you may not look like you are in heaven, you may not feel like you are in heaven, but do you understand that you are in heaven? Because the scripture says so. Hallelujah. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand there are pleasures forevermore. And that's what our praises do. And that's what you need to understand as well. As we are praising God, he makes our joy full. I mean, all of you that have ever taken time to praise God for any reason, period of time, you understand that. After a while of singing praise, you just see that you are feeling better. You are feeling happier. If you are worried or troubled before, you see the burden has lifted. Hallelujah. You will feel rested. You will feel at peace. Can I get a witness? At his right hand, there are treasures forevermore. Many of the things you are believing God for, in a place of praise and in a time of praise, you can engage them. If you understand what you are doing. Let me hear someone shout, I understand. I understand. Hallelujah. Psalm 22 and verse 3 says, God is enthroned on our praises. God inhabits our praises. Hold on to that. I'm going to show you something powerful about that. God inhabits our praises. Go back to that Psalm 16. There's something powerful um, um, David said. Before what he said in verse 11, you will show me the path of life in your presence is fullness of joy. And, and you can pick something out of every statement he's making there. In a time of praise, in a moment of praise, God reveals things to us. That's what happened to Paul and the other prophets in Acts 13, that they had the voice of the Holy Ghost when they ministered to the Lord. He showed them the path of life. Separate Paul for the work I've called him. God revealed Paul's destiny to him. God will reveal things to you this morning in Jesus' name. This is why you should be eager to praise God. Privately and corporately like this. These are all the things that are available. And you should praise with the understanding that these things are available to you. And you use your faith to take them. Hallelujah. Verse 5 of Psalm 16. Oh Lord, you are my portion and my inheritance and my cup. You maintain my lot. Verse 6. The lines are falling onto me in pleasant places. Yes, I have a good inheritance. That's all in that same Psalm of Psalm 16. And just as we can connect all the things we read in verse 11, I believe through our praises, we can also experience these things that are stated in verses 5 and 6. You can begin to enjoy more and more of your inheritance if you're a praiser. We told you yesterday that you're an heir of God and you're a joint heir with Christ. There are things that belong to you. In times of praise, in moments of praise, these things can be rubbed off on you. They can be laid up on you. They can be connected to you. Hallelujah. I love something Peter said. Acts chapter 3. I love this and I want everybody to lay hold on this. Just showing you some things that will happen to you this service and this morning. Look at Acts chapter 3, verse 19. When Peter got up after he healed that man at the beautiful gate and he preached to them. There's something powerful he said in his sermon. Repent, from verse 19, therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out so that times of refreshing 
may come from the presence of the Lord. That's another thing that's available to us in praise. Times of refreshing. Hallelujah. Times of refreshing. And this is half year. No way, no how. If you have done anything meaningful this year, you will have spent energy, you will have spent time, you will have spent resources. At half time, you need to be refreshed. You need to be refueled. You need to be renewed. You need to be refired. It comes from the presence of the Lord. So if you have understanding of this, what do you do? You get yourself into God's presence. Hallelujah. You praise him with all your heart. And you don't leave that place until you are refreshed. Times of refreshing may come. He now said something else again. Continued preaching. Look at verse 21. Whom heaven must receive until times of restoration of all things. He was talking about Jesus. So there are two times um, Peter is telling us that are available to us. Through Jesus Christ. Number one, in the presence of God, there are times of refreshing. Somebody say times of refreshing. Then there are times of restoration. Glory be to God. I prophesy over you again. Dr. K has said this. This second half is the second half of restoration. You shall be restored this season in the name of Jesus. You're taking advantage of the presence of God. It's how you enjoy it. Can I hear a loud amen? Yeah. Now listen to this. Let me quickly close here. God moves mountains. God causes walls to fall. God passes and obstacles that may be in your path. And God makes a way out of no way. And we can continue talking about this, all this kind of thing God does. And one of the ways that activates that ability of God is our praise. It's when we engage the presence of God. Hallelujah. What do we mean by mountains? Challenges. Jesus used that metaphor. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed. Referring to challenges of life. Is there anybody here that has challenges in their lives? Talk to me, somebody. Do you have financial challenges, somebody? Are there people with health challenges? Marital challenges? Those of us in ministry, are there ministry challenges? <laughs> you live in Nigeria, are there Nigerian challenges? <laughs> Praise the Lord. But do you know you can overcome those challenges? Do you know God can part those challenges and obstacles just like he parted the Red Sea? Let's read a few scriptures. Please, you guys should start setting up. Oh, I forgot to mention that. Oh, are you all set? The band? Ah. When I stop, oh, the fire must start. Oh. Please, quickly set up. <coughs> Psalm 97 and verse 5. I, I, want, I, want you to, I want you to see how the presence of God works for us. Because that's what's available to us this morning. Whether you are here or you are in any reviewing centers or you are watching by live streaming in the privacy of your own home, that's what's available to us, the presence of God. And the presence of God moves mountains. Glory be to God. So tap your neighbor to your left and to your right and say, engage, engage, engage. See, some people come into a praise service, a worship service, and they are looking aloof, looking confused, getting distracted. Thinking about something else. 
you are not praising with understanding. Maybe it's because you don't understand what the presence of God can do for you. Or maybe it's because you don't know, you, um, you are not conscious of how it can transform your life. I don't want you to do that this morning. I want to show you what the presence of God can do for you. So that as we begin to praise, you see to it yourself. Say to me, I will see to it myself. See, for example, now someone is not listening to me, they are looking at the band. And that wasn't the purpose of telling them to set up. We told them to set up so that we won't have to have this time when I drop the microphone. No. These are the simple things. People just get easily distracted. And it's because of a lack of understanding. If I had a million dollars here on this stage, they won't be looking at the bando. They understand money. Everybody understands dollars. But you do understand praise. And sometimes that's why it doesn't work. Go to a villager that has never seen money before. Put one million dollars there. He will walk past it. He will think it's paper. He may even start writing and drawing on it. He doesn't understand it. That's what's happening to many kids. They don't understand. Touch your head and say, let my understanding come alive. Let my understanding of God's praise and getting into God's presence, let it come alive. Apart from all I've said, the presence of God moves mountains. Those of you that need things to move for you in the second half of 2018, hear me and hear me very well. And use these few moments we have in God's presence very well. The presence of God can move those mountains out of your life. If you understand it and if you engage with it. Psalm 97 and verse 5. The mountains melt like wax at the presence of the Lord. It's at the presence of the Lord. If you are not there, they will stand like rock of Gibraltar. But not when, they, when you come into the presence of God. They will melt like a candle. Hallelujah. At the presence of the Lord of the whole earth. Psalm 114, because of time. Please, when you get home, read these verses yourself. We've been telling you that all, all, all week long. Psalm 114. Look at what happens at the presence of the Lord. Tremble, O earth. Verse 7. At the presence of the Lord. At the presence of the God of Jacob. Who turned the rock into a pool of water. Glory be to God. And the flint or the stones into a fountain of water. Glory be to God. That is what, you see, that it was telling you the testimony of the children of Israel. You remember that story? That God brought water out of a rock for them. That means out of a hard place, a difficult place, God brought provision for them. Glory be to God. What made it happen? The presence of the Lord. May you engage with the presence of the Lord like never before this morning. Oh, hallelujah. That same Psalm 114, verse 2 says something. When the children, verse 1 said, when they came out of Egypt, verse 2 said, Judah became the sanctuary and Israel became his dominion. That is what Psalm 22, verse 3 means when he says, God inhabits the praises of his people. It means when you begin to praise God, God will move into your house, manifested, though you know God is already inside of you because you are born again. And the dominion of God will be evident of your life, on your life. 
then water will come out of a rock from you. For you. Glory be to God. Water will, all these people that think hey, you can't prosper in Nigeria, it's a lie. Some of us are prospering here. Praise the Lord. I, I was listening to one message from Pastor Kinsey just recently, one of the series he bought. Everybody can't go to Canada. I'm, I'm not saying if you go to Canada, you are bad, though. He used that phrase. It's the presence of the Lord. To so bring water from a rock, to bring oil from a rock. Can I hear a loud amen? amen? Rise on your feet. Let me close with this text. And then we're going to go into praise. Isaiah 55. We've been referencing this text all week. I'm not sure whether anybody has ever had the time to put their eyes on it. Isaiah 55 and verse 12. Hallelujah. Please get out his microphone and let him get it. Verse 12, Isaiah 55. Come and move the pulpit, please. Projection. Are you there? You shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. Now, in his presence, there's fullness of joy, and pleasures forevermore. You engage that joy, or you connect with that joy and that peace when you are in God's presence. Are you with me? Stop looking at the instrumentalist. Hear what I'm saying. I just corrected you two minutes ago. Uh-uh. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You will go out with joy. Yeah. You will be led out with peace. Yeah. The mountains and the hills, that is the challenges. The seemingly insurmountable difficulties. The sickness that has refused to go. The family tension that has refused to die down. The economic pressure that has refused to live your life. Mountains. What will happen when you are engaging joy and peace through God's presence? The mountains and the hills <clears throat> shall skip or I mean, break forth into singing before you. Amen. Hallelujah. The trees of the field shall clap their hands. Listen. That means nature and everything, circumstances, we begin to work out for you. How will it happen? Verse, uh, look at verse 13. Instead of the thorn shall come the cypress tree. Instead of the briar shall come the metal tree. Where there has been weeds and no fruitfulness and pain and sorrow, there will be bounty, there will be blessing. And it shall be to the Lord for a name, for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. Hallelujah. That's what happens to people that take advantage of God's presence. Hallelujah. And it happens in times of praise. Praise teleports you, transports you into the presence. Glory be to God. So please, I tell you this morning, praise God. Oh, like you have never praised Him before. Glory be to God. Usually we like to invite guests at it so that they will just take us to a place where we have never been before. And that shall be your story this morning. Lift those hands and begin to magnify God. Come on, bless him. Bless him. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234 
810-0000640.